Talks radio. It's time for the cubicle right here uh, with me, Lance Haruna. Time is 32 minutes past 2 p.m. in Accra, Ghana. And we are coming away from Anya. The gas central municipality, right? We are live on Ghana Talks radio. reaching to you from wherever you are or at wherever you are across the globe on www.ganatofshiro.com also live on our YouTube and Facebook at Ghana Talks Radio and it's time for the cubicle with me Lansa Haruna it's a bit calm on Monday here in Ghana, in Accra. But on the politics, politics scene, it's not so calm, especially for the MPP. And that's where I'm beginning my conversation here uh, today on the Cubicle. Uh, you know, this is a platform for us to discuss issues that affect us, especially the young people. Always come your way at 2:30 from Monday to Thursday, live on Ghana Talks Radio. Uh, today we're talking about the Honorable Kennedy at Japan, uh, the senior man. Uh, he has been saying a lot of stuff. He has been talking a lot lately, and it seems he has been infuriated in one way or the other. Uh, no other than his beloved party, the new patriotic pa- party, the MPP, uh, to the point where he's there in the party, uh, where he threatens to shake up the party. And this is serious, man. Especially when he is reading his boots to contest as a presidential candidate on behalf of the new patriotic party. When the things go and the question we are trying to answer today is that what could be the trigger, what could be causing this particular threats and these deaths and this anger from Honorable Kennedy Japan. Uh, we all know him to be very, very vocal about issues, uh, but to the point where he's kind of fighting with his party, uh, it, it surprises a lot of people. But we look at the issues more into detail on the show. Begin with some some way somehow where this particular trouble started and how it has been it has generated uh, 
react to what he has been saying recently and why he makes of what he's facing as a potential presidential candidate of the new patriotic party all these live on the cubicle with me lansa haruna so from wherever you are tuning out say welcome to you and invite you to stay with me uh, let's take a short break uh, when we come back we start to discuss what at all is happening with another kind japan and the mpp live on the ghana talks radio when we come back from the short break so can stay here on the 25th of March 2023, Kofridia is going to t- turn up. Yes. Ghana Talks Radio face the city with the GTR Who and Games Night Party. Saturday, the 25th of March 2023, live at the Canadian Dream Hotel. Two streams. Kofridia. Time is 3 p.m. till next day. Great. It's a cool 40 Ghana cities at the gate. Advance. Grab two tickets. 70 Ghana cities. There's going to be lots of games, raffle draws, and giveaways. Artists performing live. Strongman. Rashid Metal Silence Silence Ken Clay Omar Benna Ken Ruler and Johnny K DJ Kinino and Kobe Slim DJ DJ Slimby DJ Rich DJ Kobe Ray DJ Charm and DJ Raw Grab your tickets from Canadian Dream Hotel for Life Haircut Lumen Park Rumor Spa Bright FM Eastin FM Freedom FM Mine FM and KTU Campus Sponsor Thames Flow Investment Limited Thames Metal Corporation GTR Sound and BB Superfine Bakery for sponsorship and ticket reservations call 0202-544-614 or visit www.ganatalksradio.com for more information there's a GTR pool and games night party chill with the stars Welcome back to the cubicle live on Ghana Talks. As I said, today is all about Honorable uh, Kennedy Japan. Senior uh, man, this man is a very big man in MPP. He's a very big man in MPP and in Ghana politics. But something has been happening recently, or he has been say, talking a lot, or I don't know, coming out a lot of things that seems to bother on some. Uh, what do you call it? Some bombs. Some some. There's a, there's a word for the English, but I'm forgetting it. But he has been talking a lot, and things are not they're not going the way he expects them to go in the MPP. And he actually seems so angry about what's happening to him and his campaign as he wants to be or wants to lead the, the MPP into the next election. But this is just the premise of it. He's part of or he's one of the a few or the one of the big men in MPP who have actually made their, their intentions known to contest for the MPP presidential candidate in the 2024 election. So, on the we have Vice President Dr. Bahamudu who hasn't actually declared yet, but we people know that he is going, as well as the former Trade Minister, Honorable Alan Chermantin. But then we also have Mr. Kobna Japan, who is also in the midst, and the former Greek Minister, Honorable uh, what is his name? Okoto, Okoto. Yeah, yeah, I forgot his name. But the former Greek minister is also in the in the in the midst, wanting to be the flag bearer of the MPP. Now it is usual that when there is a contest of this magnitude, people or tensions are high. But to the point where 
one of them is actually very very infuriated about what's going on in their party or especially against him is a little bit concerning he actually alleges that the party is sabotaging his work and that's a very big thing he says his businesses are being sabotaged there's a recent report on the on the ghana Tosudo website where he's actually alleging that the party is sabotaging his businesses and it's all because he wants to lead the party in the next elections but i want us to begin from where i think this particular issue came up from and mind you a lot of people are saying that he's actually just out there to spot the chances of the current vice president dr mahmoud baumia but why do why would people say that if you listen to one of his one of his statements a very 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 famous statement especially when the time the government had actually announced that they wanted to what to go to the imf people were like wow because he said that when ndc was going to the imf he categorically stated that they had mismanaged their economy they were failures and that's why they ran into the imf so for his own party to go to the imf that meant that what that meant that they had failed equally and he wouldn't mean swears one Second thing was that he actually suggested that, that all those who led the party, the government, to go to the IMF should not be allowed to lead the MPP. And I think that's where the, the line was drawn between he and whoever led the, the country or the government or the party to the IMF. Especially when, we, when people are now insinuating that it was against the vice president, against the current finance minister, and possibly even the president. But let's hear what he said at that time. When I when the government announced that to go to IMF, and let's see whether we can pick any clue from why he's going through these troubles in the MPP. Let's listen to what he said in July or August. Yeah. You are smiling. IMF. What are we going to say again? Somebody tested me. Don't say anything about IMF. Me, I shouldn't say anything about IMF. I will say it. <laughs> You know, going into IMF is just like handing over power to NDC without a contest, straight away. Because that noise we make, and I chew my own words back when I said NDC went to IMF because of mismanagement of the party, uh, the government, or the economy. So if MPP is going to IMF, what am I going to say? What am I going to say? So, breaking the eight is going to be tough. You cannot use the face of those who broke the who took us to IMF to break the eight. They don't work. My message to you is simple. You cannot read my lips. And I'm not scared of anybody in the party. I will tell you the gospel truth. It's the gospel truth. Those who take you to IMF cannot, this same face cannot break the eight. In Latin, Latin it says, Thebum sapienti sacis A word to the wise is enough. I'm very, very sad today when I saw the publication that we are going to IMF. So that is, uh, that was 
Honorable Kine Japan, when the decision to go to the IMF was made by the government. Very, very interesting statement. And at that time, it was powerful because of the effect it had. People knew him to be someone, people know him to be a very big name in MPP. To the extent that he doesn't, he actually fits, he actually was actually, he was even recommended. People actually saw him as a potential leader of their party. So for him to have come at that time to attack directly those who took the decision to go to IMF, including the head of the Economic uh, Management Committee, the vice president, it was shocking, just to say the least. But that was what happened. And to take something from it was why he said that people who led the party should not be made to lead the party in the next election. And that's very, 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 what do you call it? It draws the line deeper. Like, it actually just makes everything more worse in the, in the sense that when you say that those who made the decision to go to the IMF should not be allowed to lead the party, what you have indirectly and just directly saying is that the vice president should not be allowed to lead the party the ministers on the cabinet or the ministers in cabinet at the time should not be allowed to lead a party including the, the agric minister and the trade minister and the finance minister so basically all those at the top of the of the of, of the of government should no one should not be allowed to lead the party that was what he said but my question is that could that be where the line was drawn between he and other contestants or other presidential candidate hopefuls in their party mind you what he's complaining of right now is that he's been sabotaged he's been under attack by his own party what he's saying right now is that his party is punishing him for either deciding to be to run as a presidential candidate or for the things he has been saying and that's very very serious considering the kind of person or the stature that he has or the position that he has in the party and as well as Ghana's politics. But is that really the case? Is it the case that the party is punishing him? Is it the case that the party is what? Is sabotaging his business? Is it the case that the party is what? Fighting back. And who is the one fighting back against Canada Japan in the MPP? If that is even the case in the first place. But that's for me, that's where we draw the line. That's where the issue started. That's where the issue started. Now, we want to come to the recent development. What he has been saying currently? What has he been saying? What has Canada Japan been saying in his latest interviews? First, he has been attacking uh, the decision. You remember when the new CI was laid in parliament by the EC, the minority, that's the NDC side, fought tooth and nail to make sure that this particular CI is not adopted. But what position did the MPP take in parliament? They said that they supported that particular reform. So that was a what that was a decision of the party of the majority in parliament recently Canadian opponent is what is brushing it away that no that is very very nonsensical there's no need for someone to actually adopt that we'll come to it we'll get there in a, in a, in a minute then he also rubbishes the good for oil policy mind you that that good for oil policy is one that has, that has been championed by the vice president dr mahmoud baumia he's ravishing that one to get to hear about but let's listen to his next this next video to get what he said and how this particular uh, sabotaging allegations and uh, he's starting to dare and reverse the grades of mpp is uh, happen where did it even come from let's listen to what he's saying here immigration service report 
lot of issues but like i said this is where he is right now in state of mind especially towards the mpp and it's just about what complain he's actually complained that he's suffering he's actually suffering like he's actually like like crying out loud that the mpp is surprising is suppressing his business he doesn't understand why because for he he has done he has actually run businesses from jj rollins to kufour to mills to mahama and he has never suffered those kind of setbacks he's suffering as compared to now like he has never actually suffered in any way like he's suffering now and the most painful thing for him is that the one that he has spent more money on in terms of mpp and campaigns and all support is president and for so he doesn't understand why under his tenure as a president his businesses are being sabotaged and he's suffering now the genesis has a very legitimate question why are you why does it look like you are running down a party that you are trying to lead why are you running down a party that you think or you are out there to lead now let's put this in perspective what's happening is that where he is currently he's actually saying or crying out loud that for him coming out with or him revealing his intention and working towards or working on a campaign to become presidential candidates of the new patriotic party his party that he's trying to save is actually what sabotaging his businesses in the sense that they're trying to cripple him from being able to lead the party now we mentioned the imf issue earlier. so now you see how this is leading from we mentioned the imf issue earlier where he said that no the, those who led the government to the imf should not be allowed to lead the party in, in the next elections now at this point in time he's making allegations that they are suppressing his businesses and then they are trying to uh, sabotage him in a way that he cannot lead the party is this a case of an infuriated candidate 
or someone who thinks who knows or probably thinks that he's going to lose the election or it's actually a clear case that his party is running him or his party is sabotaging him because the thing is that if you if you don't make the mpp good for yourself if you don't see the mpp good enough to you then there's no point in you wanting to lead the party because whatever hurt that you make against or you you, you cause against the mpp if you lead a party, it will come back to hurt you, even in your own campaign. So this issue, what is happening at all? What is happening at all? We all know this working in Japan is a very, very uh, established man, businessman, very prominent in Ghana politics, and this is what he's going through in the MPP. Are uh, these legitimate, uh, what do you call it, complaints that he's making and what is going on? He mentioned that GRA, GRA is uh, his. He doesn't understand what is going on with, with his businesses. Now, what, what I want to pick from just this particular bit was that he mentioned that he had actually never uh, invested so much in anybody's presence apart from President Adodan So he doesn't understand why he's suffering this way under this particular government. Is there any cause to even make a claim that he thinks that the president is sabotaging him or someone close to the presidency is sabotaging him? Or even maybe the vice president is sabotaging him because of the comments he made during the IMF or when the IMF deal or the decision to go to the IMF was announced. This is just speculations. But these are legitimate questions too. These are leg legitimate questions too. Can we draw that line to say that, oh, for him making the allegations that people are suppressing, the government is suppressing his business, is sabotaging him, is, is, is it right to make a claim that Either the president, the vice president, or someone close to the presidency who has that kind of power to be able to sabotage his business is actually sabotaging his business because he doesn't want him to lead the party. Just because he said that either the vice president or the trade minister or the former Greek minister or whoever was close to the decision of going to the IMF should not be what should not be made to lead the party in the next elections. This is Ghana politics for you, bro. Ghana politics for you. <laughs> Let's take a break at this point. When we come back, we continue our discussion live on Ghana Talks. We are still looking at uh, Mr. Kennedy Japan, or Honorable Kennedy Japan, and his MPP party. What's happening at all? Let's find answers right here. We'll be right back after the show. We still can stay with us here. Yeah. Wait, what? What happened? And what did you do? Have you ever heard a story or a dilemma that had you wanting more? Have you ever been in a situation with no one to turn to? Well, come and talk to Nans. Join us for Storytime every two weeks. Storytime is where we discuss your issues and give you advice with guest speakers. Look at it as your sister helping you out, giving you advice and just having a good old conversation. So make sure you email us all of your issues and dilemmas now at storytime at ghanatalksradio.com. That's storytime at ghanatalksradio.com make sure you tune in that's every two weeks every second sunday on ghana talks radio at 2 p.m listen back by visiting the podcast section on www.ghanatalksradio.com we're waiting for you every occasion demands the company of good music that fits the purpose at gtr sounds we understand your need to create just the right atmosphere for your wedding or engagement party funeral, crusade, political campaign or rally or just any other event as well as executive and corporate functions with our modern and high quality spinning machines, mixers, microphones and power amplifiers, plenary speakers and subs. We offer the highest of sound quality and music play at events and functions at GTR Sounds. 
we have a team of seasoned and highly experienced sound engineers who understand just the right choice of music for your events. Locate our studios at Aponchi Hotel in Anya or call our numbers 054-8522-897 or 027-3363-973. You can also reach via our email sounds at ghanatalksradio.com. At GTR Sounds, we take care of your events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. Ecstatic, maybe. Yeah. Nobody feeling that way I'm feeling. Yeah, so, welcome right back here on the Kibiko live on Ghana Talks with you with me, Lancer Haruna. Uh, we are so discussing Honorable Kennedy at Japan and the MPP. Uh, he has been seeing a lot. We just looked at a bit of history actually looking at his statements during the IMF time or when the, the decision to go to IMF was made and also we just assessing or looking at his current complaints or what he has been saying in the public especially concerning his businesses uh has he been deliberately sabotaged by any other person who is so much powerful to have that at, but to be very frank to force for someone to actually sabotage your business the person must be so powerful and looking at the statement that he's made, he has been making, and the insinuations, looks like it goes back to the presidency, or either the vice president, or any former minister, but likely those who are also contesting to become the presidential candidate of the MPP, justified or not, or valid or not, but it looks reasonable, or it sounds reasonable. Now we look at what he has been doing himself, what he has been saying himself as a member of parliament. And you know, MPs are elected to represent their, con- their constituencies. But what happens in body politics is that these MPs are grouped in political parties. So what happens is that they have this head mentality where NPP is going, all MPP MPs are going. Where NDC is going, that is where all NDC MPs are going. It is very, very, it's hardly uncommon. It's very, very rare to see that an MP of a party is openly against the policy or the direction of the party that he is a member of. But that is what Canada Japan has been doing in recent times. Now, could that be the reason why he... Is that, is, is that the reason why he is actually being sabotaged as he claims? Or is that the reason why uh, his party is fighting back as he claims his party, his party is doing? Uh, two of the we are going to. I'm just going to highlight two of his positions on two very very important, uh, two very very important policies of the government of late or of the MPP, especially in parliament and in the executive. When I say the executive, I mean the vice president's office. The first is the CI, the new CI, the electoral commissioner or the electoral commission submitted or presented to parliament for them to what for them to debate on and see whether they pass it or not and one very key aspect of the reform is that only the ghana card was suggested to be what to be uh, to be the valid identity card for the next election meaning meaning if you don't have the ghana card you may not be able to vote especially and also the passport this is where the people have issue because the passport the national the Ghana passport was actually excluded from the list of of cards that are that can make you eligible to vote. 
And the debate was very, very stern, very, very tough, very, 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 very heated in parliament with the minority uh, stating vigorously or very strongly that they are against that particular reform. They had to insist that Jean Mensah herself came to the house to explain to them why that she think there was a need to exclude all other identity cards except the Ghana card for voting. That is not surprising because they are the opposition. Even if they have a valid claim, even if they claim that it's part of the, it, this particular reform belittles our democracy as a country, it's just it's understand because they are opposition. Another thing that's understanding is that the majority did not seem to have any problem with that. In, in fact, they even came out to justify that this particular reform was good, was very, very good, and that it, it will create stability, it will protect the integrity of our election in the words of the EC and the majority. So the MPP and NDC, as usual, were divided on that issue. Now, Honorable Kinadia Pon, in an interview, actually rubbishes the position of the MPP. Like, he actually goes against the position of the MPP in Parliament. Well, in the MPP in Parliament are saying that we want to support this particular new uh, reform, this new CI. He, as a member of the party, see that this particular policy is just rubbish. It's actually not, it's not, it actually doesn't make sense for you to, what, to discard all other cards and uphold only the Ghana card, especially when even discarding the passport. Let's hear what he said, then we'll come back and then discuss it in details, yeah. Even Ghana near Wakoye American citizen is so proud to hold American passport. Ghana, Mohadie, bogus decisions. And I wonder those who sit there and take such decisions. Say a whole Ghana passport. Musi Yakotua Bayemi and Fangana passport. We've lost our identity. To national identification. What? So you are against this? I am against card it. Thing. I am against it. I am against it. So a whole nationality. A dear Natimima, Mink, who sent me a gun and me. I am a passport. Now, we are saying, sir, we will not even be allowed to use our passport because certain number of people, Homo Yaganians, are holding it. The same applies to national identification. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are holding it. Mm -hmm. So Ghana first means we have to be proud. Mm. Say you're Ghanaians. Mm. When we are talking to an American, even Ghana near Wakwaye American citizen is so proud to hold American passport. Ghana, Mongadie, bogus decisions. And I wonder those who Said bogus decisions. <laughs> he says bogus decisions. And he wonders those who start to have a decision. What were they even thinking in the first place? That too. Actually displace all other cards, especially the passport, and bring only the Ghana card as the only one card that you can make make you eligible to vote in the next election. It's actually upset according to uh Japan. And this is the position of the NDC in parliament. Now the reason why I'm actually playing this is that. Like I said, it's actually rare to find an MP of a party come out outside of parliament when his, his caucus have actually making, made a decision, he's taking a position on the Anon issue to what? To rubbish that particular position. And this is what he has one way been known for. But is that the reason why his party is fighting him as he claims? Is that the reason why 
people say that he's was running down his party, the MPP. Let's get into the the crux of this issue before we even get to what it means to Canada Japan and the MPP. Now, this issue about for me, democracy should be actually be very very easy to, to for us. Like, there's no point. The election election is actually the election is a very very instrumental aspect of democracy. The the right to elect our leaders cannot be ever downplayed in any system of democ or any democratic system. So, even the manner in which we are voting, whereas 18 and above should vote, or whereas 50 plus 1 determines the one who wins the election, whereas uh, the representation in, in, in the executive just goes solely to the, the one who gets 50 plus 1, there's a lot of concerns about how democratic that process is, or that system is. So, to the point where there's a CI, there's a law that's going to be passed to make it very, very impossible for citizens to go to vote because they don't have the Ghana card is very, 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 very undemocratic in this sense. That's my position on that. What we are supposed to be doing is looking for means where citizens can find it very easy to vote. So, for example, NHIS card is not even part of voting again. Like, we should make voting very, very easy. Anything that just shows that you are Ghanaian, you should be able to vote. As if got what are the tenors percentages at all? People don't like voting. But look at what voting does to the country. Voting actually sets the direction of the country for the next four years. Whoever becomes the president of Ghana sets the future of the country. Not just in the four years, but even forever. So, for example, MPP are just borrowed a lot of money, bro. They've actually set the, 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 the direction of the country. This IMF we are going for set the direction of the country for like over almost forever. So whoever we elect is very, very, very important. So the citizen should not be what or suppressed in a way. It's not. It should not be difficult for the young, for any Ghanaian to go and vote. So for the easy to say that they only want the Ghana card to use as a voting tool or the card, for me, I have a problem with that. Like, just like the NDC, like, just like Canada Japan. But the issue is that here is that Canada Japan is not agreeing with the MPP on that particular position. Now, could that be the reason why he feels he's being suppressed, sabotaged by his party? Could that be the reason why the party is also saying that, no, bro, you are talking too much against us. You are revealing our secrets. You are not being in line with our policies. So we must discard you. Mind you, Canada Pond is actually campaigning to become the presidential candidate of the MPP. Now, another policy of the government that he has been very, very vocal about and very very uh what do you call it dissenting about is the good for oil policy and the good for oil policy has been debated a lot there's a lot of secrecy about it there's a lot of things that people don't know about the good for oil policy but basically it's about ghana using this gold to buy oil and this the idea behind this gold to buy oil is that the value of gold doesn't go down right so if you use gold to buy oil, at least you have a stable price of the oil compared to you having a CD. So, for example, the CD goes up and down against the dollar and you buy in dollars. So, when your CD is low, it means you have to pay more for, to buy the same quantity of oil. What happens is that it increases, it increases the prices of your oil. So, the thought of the policy is that why don't you go have a, a stable value for the oil that we buy so that we can, well, we can come and make it 
make the prices stable in Ghana. It sounds reasonable, but people are saying that no, there's a lot going on, especially Canada Japan. Now, this particular policy has been championed by the vice president, Dr. Alhaji Dr. Mahmoud Baumia, and he also is a front runner to become a presidential candidate of the MPP. Now, like I keep saying the whole show, is this the reason? Is this one of the reasons why Japan feels that he's been attacked by his party? Let's listen to what he says about the good for oil policy. Then when we come back, we try and make some sense of it. A life here on the cubicle. Yeah. Wait, what? What happened? And what did you do? Have you ever heard a story or a dilemma that had you wanting more? Have you ever been in a situation with no one to turn to? Well, come and talk to Nans. Join us for story time every two weeks. Story time is where we discuss your issues and give you advice with guest speakers. Look at it as your sister helping you out, giving you advice and just having a good old conversation. So make sure you email us all of your issues and dilemmas now at storytime at ghanatalksradio.com. That's storytime at ghanatalksradio.com. Make sure you tune in. That's every two weeks. Every second Sunday on Ghana Talks Radio at 2pm. Listen back by visiting the podcast section on www.ghanatalksradio.com. We're waiting for you. Does it make sense to you? So I was with gold. Would you cut oil? Gold for oil. Why don't you sell your gold? Make the money and go and buy the oil, and go through a middleman. Me man go school, man go school. But economics in a gumitri mukeke. Man go school. Simple things, simple things that we can do. And I'm surprised. You see, we have the men. We are hailing this. We are hailing gold for oil. Jesus Christ. We need to move. Move, 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 move. Uh, so one of the key, key policies of the government, especially in trying to deal with the, uh, the, the rising cost of fuel, that is the good for oil policy, and has been championed by the vice president, the office of the vice president, has been, what, rubbish by Onabukinida Japan. He says it doesn't make any sense to sell your gold to go and buy oil. He said, why don't, why don't you sell the gold they say it, does, it doesn't make sense to buy your oil with your gold. They say that why don't you sell the gold and then use your money to go and buy the oil with through a middleman? For me, I'm, I'm actually not getting the sense of it. But basically, what he's saying is what basically is this disagrees. And what for me, if you actually go and sell your gold and take the value for the money of gold, I want to buy it in. I want to sell it in CDs. Or I want to buy sell it in dollars. That that's the question. Because if you sell it in CDs. You, if, if, if imagine you transfer it to dollars to buy the oil, you have lost value on your on your on your on your money. That's it. But if I want to trans- if I want to make it into dollars, then you can have something to something to trade with. But the whole policy is about reducing four prices, and we are not yet seeing it substantially in our pockets at all as as ordinary Ghanaians. But let's get back to what it means to the MPP and ordinary uh, ordinary Japan. Now the issue is that. Like I said, this particular policy is a key policy of the government led by the vice president. I'm always trying to draw, try to understand why he feels that his party is against him or why he, why the party is truly against him. 
Now, this political policy, like I said, by the Vice President's Office, Dr. Mahmoud Bobby, who is also uh, in the run to become the presidential candidate of the party. Now, another question yet again is that, is this the reason why the Japan is he has been continuously punished or he's being punished? Mind you, we played the clip earlier that we said, he said that his businesses have been sabotaged. He has never experienced this kind of thing before, not in the time of Rollins, Kufour, Atamils, or even Mahama. And he has spent much money in Nanado than any other president. So he doesn't understand why his businesses are being sabotaged at this point. But could it be that he's saying too many things against the party? That's why he's being punished. That's a question because, like I said, the CI that the MPP had the, the position of the MPP in parliament, he has rubbished it. He said, "No, nah, it doesn't make sense to 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 to, to accept that particular CI." Now he comes to attack the gold for oil policy, and this gold for oil policy is one policy that even the NDC have been struggling to attack. It's actually funny because the NDC have been struggling to attack the policy. The policy has its lapses, obviously, but. Because of the lack of transparency of their policy, the NDC is is not actually yet pinpoint the exact problem that their policy has. <laughs> so you don't even know what the policy is about. So how can you even attack it? But he, as a member of the of the MPP, he's just saying this is pure nonsense and pure not in quotes. Doesn't make sense. And the question again is that why do you go around attacking a party that you want to lead in the general elections? Uh, questions and questions and questions. But that is where we are. That is where we are with Trinidad Japan. Uh, this morning, in the headlines or in the in the front pages, it was that Trinidad Japan threatens to what uh, to to shake up MPP again. Trinidad Japan threatens to shake up MPP again. So for all that he says so far, he has not he hasn't shaken the party yet. He may stress that he if they dare him, he will what uh, shake up the party. Let's listen to that one. That will be the last part for this particular show. Let's listen to that particular clip. Where he says, why he dares the party to mess with him and see what he will reveal about the party, how he will collapse the party. Let's listen to that one, then we come back and then we finish our show. So, the producer will play the video, uh, DJ coverage. Let's play, let's play the last video and hear what he says about the party, and then we'll finish our conversation right here on the Cuba. Yeah. Japan is a loud mouth because he wants to contest in the Ubegume Juma. I'm being nice and charitable to MPP4. They shouldn't dare me. They shouldn't dare me. Anybody, our officer Mimi contestability, Obegumejuma, I will finish the party. The things I will say, the things I know that I've kept quiet, Master, what I've gone through from January till date, MPP for Munti and Ye, have been nice. I've been very, very nice. Basa will say, any part by Kunti, Ubegumajuma, Megu MPP. Miss Lomo. All right. Nami Bodi Opesian Midi. Inti Ahipa and Med Brew, we are seeing. All right. Samu Begumajuma. I don't know where I'm going. Because Kwame Japan is a loud mouth. Because he wants to contest. Inti Ubegumajuma. I'm being nice and charitable to MPP4. They shouldn't dare me. They shouldn't dare me. Anybody, I will face a contestability. Obegumeduma, I will finish the party. The things I will say, the things I know 
that have kept quiet. Masa, what I've gone through from January till date, MPP for Munti and Ye, have been nice. I've been very, very nice. Basa will say, Enipa Bakunti, Ube Guma Juma, Megu MPP. Mislomo. All right. Let me board. Charlie, this is, I was, I myself, I'm actually shocked that he said that, but that is what he said. He says that if his continuous being sabotaged, his businesses are being sabotaged, he will bring down the party and said, for only one person, he wants to sabotage my businesses, my work, my income, my wealth, I will bring down the party because I know a lot of stuff because I know things that if I say, the party will shake. And that was why he was quoted on the front pages in today's Ghana uh, newspapers. Charlie, I don't even know what to say about this, but for someone who wants to lead the party, I feel like it comes from a place of a place of pain. I think that's the first way that will come to my mind. A place of pain where we have to understand that he feels he has sacrificed so much for the party. He has invested so much into the party. He has done so much for the party that no matter what he wants to do in the party, in terms of even if he expresses genuine interest and works on leading the party, there should be no point in time where the party turns on him to fight him. And that's, I think it's reasonable. Whoever is a member of a party, wherever, whenever they feel that the party is against them, for even if I just pull an agent cry and the party is against you, feel the party is against you, you will not be happy about it. And that's where he is right now. That's where he is right now. That is where he is. But this thing gives NDC contents to just keep politics. But this is something that usually people don't understand. Well, most of us don't understand. So that is it. But the question is that who is that one person he says that because of him, because of him, they're trying to bring down his businesses. That's a big question for the girls to answer. Uh, my name is Melissa Lawrence, and this has been uh, the Cubicle Live on Ghana Talks Radio. Is all that's always been uh, about in Japan and his threats against the MPP. It's a man who wants to lead the MPP. And let's see how this turns out. It's politics. It's about interest. Let's see what the MPP has. Let's see why he has. Let's see what the future holds for the two parties. And let's see what they are able to contribute to Ghana. If they are going to do so. Or if they are doing so. But there are interesting days ahead. Especially in the MPP. And especially in their race. Towards who leads the party in the next election. But like I said. If you're in the house. You don't light it on fire. Because if the house burns. You also been. This is been the cubicle live on Ghana Talks with me, Lansa Haruna. You've been live on Ghana Talks with you. Can follow us on all social media to down uh to enjoy our content and our amazing shows. Also download our app on all app stores, Amazon, iOS, Google Play, uh, Huawei, Abgalari, anywhere you are. You can also watch us on Android TV, Apple TV, Amazon TV, across the globe on Ghana Talks Radio. I've been held down here by DJ Kobe Rich, who will be giving us some good, 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 good musical entertainment live on www.ghanatalksradio.com. My name is Alan Salora, and this has been a cubicle. Until tomorrow, the same time. Bye-bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. Say that